Hello, y'all. What's up? What, 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 It's been a while, so we're back. We've been gone, like... It's been like a month. It's been a month, so but... So, I want to thank you for all of those of you that have been waiting. This is another episode of... Peppermint and Yoga Pants. Because we keeping it what? Fresh and, and keeping it moving. Keeping it moving, so... To all our faithful listeners that were texting and calling in. And threatening. Right. I got a threat from one person. <laughs> she was like, uh, you can't be starting stuff and then not doing I, it. I mean, I got charged up a little bit as well. She was like, uh, where, where the podcast at? You can't just start and not do nothing. So no. we just want to shout y'all out. My homegirl, Tyra, this is for you. Okay. Cause TJ and Stephanie. <laughs> All three of y'all. All three faithfully, y'all. But, you know, what God added to the church, some 5,000. Didn't do that in the book of Acts? He uh, added. I, you know, yeah. All right, mm-hmm. so, yeah. I'm sure he gonna add. Anyway, <laughs> didn't have nothing to do with this. Anyway, so, we're gonna jump right in. So, um, a lot has been going on. It's officially summer. Was it summer when we, uh... Yes, it's No, summer. it was... It was... We talked about Mother's Day. Summer started on June 20-something. No, I'm saying was this... So, but summer hadn't started, though. Summer kids time, weren't out of school yet, were they? The last time we did a podcast, it was in, like, May. <laughs> was it? Mother's Day? Yeah. I think so, yeah. It's pretty much it's, been a yeah, month. Yeah, it's been a month. Anyway, yeah, because this is July the 1st. Yeah, this is July the 1st. <sighs> so, I just want to say, you know, at first, it was all Serena's fault. But then... It was kind of like my fault. So, so here at Peppermints and Yoga Pants, we don't throw each other under the bus. We are both busy people. I didn't throw you though. You, you just slid me slightly but under I the tire. With you. So that's kind of like not throwing you under the bus. Because I'm under the bus with you. I got oil on my face and everything. As I pick myself up from underneath the bus, <laughs> we both have been busy. And so we're back. Don't worry about why we've been gone. Just know that we've don't been be back. Like this to the listeners. Don't be like well, we're sorry. Yeah, we apologize. We humbly humble ourselves for humility's sake for us to be. Y'all want to fix it up? <laughs> <laughs> we're sorry, y'all. We are sorry. We will not make a habit of being gone for a month. Right. Uh, we may have to take breaks here and there, but ultimately, you'll have something from us. So yeah. we appreciate it. We just, you know, joking around. Anyway, let me, let me remind y'all of the email. Okay, because in the event that y'all want to shoot us something, I mean, at do, any point in time, at any point in time, we're this, waiting. The account ain't open for nothing. <laughs> Hit us up at peppermintsandyogapants at gmail.com. This email is good for any type of, first of all, if you have any suggestions on topics you want us to cover, that would be a great place to send them. Also, if you just want to show us some love or if you would like to be shouted out, you know, or if you want to be. A guest on the show. Yeah. We can ring you in. Hello. We have ways of doing it. So just let us know how you would like to be more a part of Peppermints and Yoga Pants. We are extending the invitation for you to hit that email up. Again, it's peppermintsandyogapants at gmail.com. If you do not know how to spell any of those words, Google is your friend. That's right. Amen. I'm sure if you Google us, we're there somewhere. Um... So, we're going to jump right in. We're just going to jump right we in. We have so much to talk about. I don't even know how long this podcast is going to be. So, bear with us. We won't be before you long, as the preacher says. Um, so, I just want to start, since it's summertime, 
with my summer summer shenanigans that have been going on in my house. Summer. S U M M A. Summer shenanigans because <laughs> I have several. Uh, so the first one, uh, I'm gonna leave that one for last. So the second one, my son is four and he loves macaroni and cheese. I don't think I told you about this. He loves macaroni and cheese, and so he had a bowl the night before, and he said, Mom, whenever he says, can I eat this for breakfast, that means I'm full. I don't want anymore. <laughs> so he goes, Mommy, can I eat this for breakfast? I say, okay. So it's in the refrigerator. Unbeknownst to me, the spoon was still in the bowl. So he wanted to heat up his food. And mind you, he's at home with an adult and two teenage girls, and he puts the whole bowl in the microwave with the spoon. Oh, with the metal spoon. We all know. You don't put metal in the microwave. microwave. So, my microwave caught on fire. It blew up. (laughs) Well, thank God for the angels that (laughs) was standing near the microwave that did not allow the microwave to explode. The only thing that was on fire was a little bowl and a spoon. The whole microwave was not on fire. But he was able to put it in there? Oh, he's tall enough. And he knows how to push buttons. Oh, wow. Technology. So, yeah, I was like, when they... Cindy says, Mom, Jay put the bowl and microwave in the spoon. I said, did my microwave blow up? I wasn't concerned about his health at the time <laughs> because I'm pretty sure I would have got a call about that. I was just concerned about my microwave. That, you know what? That just lets you know how strong your faith is. All right. You because something was not going to... Yeah, I knew he wasn't injured. I was just concerned about my microwave. First of all, I like it. Second of all, it's new. And I just knew he was okay. Okay? That might sound terrible. But I'm... Anyway, he was okay. They just threw the bowl in the trash. And so we moved on from there. And he says, Mommy, I'm so sorry I blew up the microwave. <laughs> and so you can't help but be sweet on him. Be like, oh, okay, it's okay. Just don't do it again. Right. Matter of fact, don't even touch the microwave. Well, ever. he shouldn't have been heating it up alone. This, I, he's at home with an adult and two yeah. teenagers. I said, where were y'all? Oh, I did. So it's no sense in asking uh, that. Okay. So did you get in the microwave? Oh no, it's not, it wasn't damaged. That's why I said my microwave is fine. Oh, well, praise That's God. why I said the angels were encamped around about the microwave. And the only thing that was on fire was the bowl and the spoon. <laughs> and so that was tossed in the trash, but the microwave still stands, praise God. Well, praise I was going to be upset. Uh, <laughs> the second thing, okay, so I have a bucket list, and this may seem funny to some people, like my husband who laughed almost uncontrollably, but it doesn't matter. So I do not know how to skate. At all? To save Wrong my life. Skate, ice skate. No type of skate. Well, I'll never ice skate. Until okay. The Lord had to bless me with those balancing skills. I don't have those. Hmm. But roller skating is not my thing. And my kids like to go roller skating. Well, I'm the old lady that's holding on to the wall all the way around. And then, I'm, you know, people go around me fast. And I'm yelling at them because I, I can't do that. Oh, Lord. So, and I don't know how to swim. Which, that's on my bucket list. I have to learn how to do those things mm-hmm. before I turn 40. So, we go to Eagle Mountain Lake. That's how y'all know the world's changing when black people want to learn how to swim. The world is changing. Well, a lot of them probably already know. There are probably very few that don't know how. Well, I think that was a thing. Like, we ain't getting in no water. We've been traumatized by the water. Our experiences with water Oh, just ain't that good. good. Well, I need to learn how to swim because everybody in my house are like fish, okay? <laughs> they like water. They like being in water. It's a new generation. And they don't know no struggle. Well... So, so we go to Eagle Man Lake. Now, I'm very weird. I told y'all. Well, y'all didn't hear the last podcast because it got cut short. But I was telling Sheree about my three-piece suit that I wore when I went to the water park. <laughs> now, here's the thing: the difference between the water park and the lake. I expect the water park water to be clean. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you understand? Because it's got chlorine and it's... Well, I don't expect the lake to be clean. Right. So I still... I didn't have quite on a three-piece. I had on a two-piece suit, basically. <laughs> um, And I just was adamant about not getting in the water. I was like, mm-mm. This is how far I'm going. I'm not going no further. James like, but we at the lake. And I'm like... I understand that. Do you know what's in this water? He's like, it's okay. It's just, it's lake. Nah. And I'm like, nah, I'm on the way my clothes is set up, I just am not. So that was the first time we went. <laughs> and I realized I probably do need to put my feet in the water because it was like 100 degrees and I got burned like, mm-hmm. I got burned pretty bad. So anyway, so we go to the lake a second time and my niece and my kids are like, mom, are you going to get in the water, please? Blah, 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 blah. So I go, okay, I'm getting in the water. So I dressed appropriately. I had a little basketball shorts whatever if that's appropriate whatever i ain't putting on no swimming suit and getting no lake water so anyway there's like a little jumping dock thing that you can jump off of and they're like mom come on you can do it first of all i've almost drowned twice before in my life and when i lose control i panic of course anybody does it doesn't know how to swim and so my kids are daredevils they don't care so I'm walking up this thing. First of all, I can't feel my feet on the ground anymore because I'm short. And so I'm trying to grab onto the pole. I get on top of the dock. My niece and her friend are saying, hey, Sarita, it's going to be okay. You're good. Because they were like, come on, mom, jump. Come on, jump. And I said, I'll jump when I get ready. Do you know one of them little children pushed me? <laughs> Do you know I was mad? And I had... Wait, your children? It was my niece. Oh, Lord. Bless her heart. Hmm. May she ever stay at her residence. Anyway, so she she pushed me in the water. Hmm. And I panicked because I wasn't ready. Now, hmm. had I been ready, I would have been like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I would have just did it. But she pushed me. And so I'm trying to gain my balance, trying hmm. to get up. And so my niece is like, hey, Sarita, it's okay, it's okay. So she, and I had to break. <sighs> Make a long story short, I was pissed. My <laughs> husband was like, Y'all don't ever push somebody that don't know how to swim. You don't do that. Yeah. Like, your their reaction to the water mm-hmm. is totally different from yours when you know how to swim. Oh, uh, I said, mm-hmm, payback. Don't worry. <laughs> so, I have payback on my list for her. Oh, Lord. She's going to remain nameless. <laughs> um, oh. Let me just interject because since it is summertime. Yes. And we are in Texas. We need to cover a few things. And since you brought up being at the lake. Yes. And being around water. Yes. Which means you're going to be wearing less clothes than you yeah, normally and, would. In most cases. You unless would, you got on a three-piece. So unless I you got a three-piece. Covered <laughs> from head to toe because I don't want nothing in the water touching me. I actually did good. I, James was like, just sit down in the water and it'll cool you off. And I was like. <sighs> no, I would have been mad. I would have been mad. Why? If I got pushed in the water, I would have been... Oh, I mean, I was mad, and then I got over it. Yeah. I was mad, and then I got... Because they kids, so I just got over it. I was like, oh, don't worry, I'm going to get you back. I mean, I know. I would have got over it, too. But somebody might have got choked in order for me to get over oh, it. Oh, no, 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 no. I just let it go. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. God is still working on me, so well, don't I mean, judge me. I'm not judging. No judgment. <laughs> but <laughs> since it is summertime, and we are in Texas, it's important for you all to know that with it being summertime in Texas, it comes with some rules. Yeah, like, does. you just can't be out here in these streets in Texas doing old, any old kind of thing. <laughs> this ain't California. This ain't Florida. This ain't New York. This ain't Tennessee. This ain't none of them. <laughs> this is Texas. And y'all know, we come with a whole, like, summer in Texas. That's a whole nother game. 
So when you are at the water park or at the lake and all that, just be mindful of that. That's all I'm saying. Just be mindful. Oh, you got to tell them what to be mindful of. Oh, I, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so, okay, you know, people are, it's what we're in July, right? This is true. And, you know, people. It's about been, to get hotter. It's about to get sense. hotter. But, you know, people been having some New Year's resolutions from 2015 that they have yet to resolve. She's basically saying, go on and hit that treadmill before you try to put on that bikini. Listen, (laughs) all I'm saying is if you come to the water park or the beach or the lake, wherever. Or the beauty supply or the grocery store. Right. I'm just saying, I know it's hot. I know. I know. I know. I know it's hot. But. Please, at the least, if you gonna wear swimsuit attire, at least put a cover up on before you go out in public. I was at Walmart. Mm. I was at Walmart in Arlington. Oh, I'm about to say which one, child? And um, to my knowledge, it ain't no lakes or beaches or nothing over there. It might be some pools. I mean, it's Arlington Lake, but not near the one that we not, not close near that to Walmart. that one. Yeah, mm-mm. it was a lady who was in her bathing suit. In her bathing Complete, suit. Complete, no cover. No cover maybe, in her bathing suit she was in Walmart. Maybe she was on her way. Maybe she was on her way. You know, she might have been, but I just need you to get that cover up. You know, that mesh gown looking thing. I need you to get that. Or just put on some clothes. I mean, that too. But I'm just saying, if for the sake of, you know what, it's a thousand degrees outside, there's no way I can put on clothes today. I'm going to walk around in my bathing suit in Walmart. If that's you. I'm just saying, the little cover-ups, they don't add that much more to your wardrobe. They don't add that much more heat to your body. I'm they don't, because they're like, they have holes in them. Right. They have holes. They're usually see-through. I'm just saying, for the sake of decency, please. What she's saying is, for the sake of her eyes and those that will be looking, please, if you don't mind. Because I almost got blinded. Consider Walmart. others. Consider others with your two pieces or and or three pieces. Whatever you rocking in this summer heat. I mean, I know it's hot. I know. Cause I be sweating too. Yeah, it's hot. I'm sweating. This is these sweating. are the days of three showers. <laughs> these are the days. On the rules. These are the days. Okay, I'm gonna break these rules now. Then you are gonna get back to your. I just got one more. And that's it. Okay, I'm gonna run through these rules real quick. Cause y'all need to know this. It's summertime in Texas, <laughs> and like I said, it come with some rules. Okay, number one, we increasing the number of showers. If you was getting through during the winter time with two showers during summertime. They got to go up. You got to do at least You got three. to do, you got to increase the Well, level. that's if you're at home. Because if you, if you can do, I'm saying, what I'm saying is like, you do one in the morning. And then, of course, if you work out, you're going to do another. So when would you have time to do a third one? Well, that's what I'm saying. Whatever your lifestyle calls for, for you to be fresh, whatever oh, it was three. in any other season, we, you well, just going to add two. Let's clarify that because Texas only has two cold and hot. Two we don't <laughs> And then, and that's not even really cold. It's kind of like lukewarm. <laughs> we all we trying to say is just bathe. We saying we saying you got to do what you, you have to do more in the summertime. <laughs> that's what we saying. Your effort got to be more. Increase thine effort. Increase thine number of showers, and that's in the Bible. Cause <laughs> I don't know what that is. When, we, when you said that, it made me think about the man who Jesus told to go wash in the pool of Shalom. But that ain't got nothing to do with that. Remember that? Listen, Naaman had to dip seven times. He did, but he had leprosy. <laughs> some of y'all, some of y'all, some of y'all smelling like leprosy. Oh, Lord, have mercy. 
Okay, I'm gonna go on and do my. I'm gonna go. Like no. In these streets. No. Rotting flesh. Lord have mercy, Jesus. But then you don't need a shower. You need some antibiotics and maybe some probiotics and a green smoothie to cleanse if you smell like rotten flesh. Um, I'm gonna. She she got a little carried away, so I'm gonna go ahead and do my last. Okay, I'm gonna wait till she gets done. She's falling over, guys. I'm just gonna wait. So silly. I'm just gonna wait. Get out of here. All right. So here is my last summer shenanigan. Okay. I'm cool. I'm cool. So this is this is the actually I have two. We're gonna do this real quick. Um, this is this is the second time this has happened to me. The first time I was at Albertsons and I was buying crab legs. And I knew how much the crab legs cost. And I know what I told the man. I was like, okay, I need 10 pounds. This was the disgruntled uh, yes. meat market. He was about work. to be off work. <laughs> and so then I get the first pack or whatever. And it was like 50 bucks. And I, he's like, so do you want me to wrap up the second pack? Uh, Yes, sir. I, I, Yes. I know how many pounds of crab I said I wanted. And he's looking at me like, mm. And I'm like... First of all, get out of my pocketbook because you don't know what I have and you don't know what I'm doing. So just wrap up the crab legs and let's go. He didn't offer to steam them. He didn't offer to season them. Nothing. He was about to be off of work because when I was leaving Albertsons, he was leaving too. <laughs> the next time this happened, and I couldn't believe this. So there's a local chicken franchise restaurant or whatever up the street from my house. And it's kind of late and the kids wanted chicken and I didn't cook. So I go up there to get some chicken and this is your second event with this oh somebody situation. trying to be in my pocket okay so this this um segment is called what stay out my pocket no it's a summer shenanigan but you yeah but stay out my pocket okay. yeah <laughs> subtitle so we go i order chicken and order whatever and then i give him my card and then he looks at me and starts shaking his head i said what and he's like mm. i'm like is there something wrong with the chicken you know what I'm saying? Like, he's just, mm, I'm just saying, well, what are you saying, sir? Oh, wow. I was like, thank you. I'm like. So he didn't say nothing. He just no, he was just like, mm, mm. Just shaking his head. Oh. Is the chicken spoiled? <laughs> I'm saying, do you not want me to buy the chicken? Is that why you making faces? Oh, wow. Or are you concerned that I'm paying however much I'm paying for the chicken? If you concerned, lower your prices. Uh, how about that? <sighs> Okay, so I'm you done. Said, thank you for the food, or thank you. I was like, thank you. I, he, the man should know me by name as much as I have been up there. Yes, he's been working there for a very long time. Mm. Maybe that's why he's disgruntled. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that was rude. Whatever. So okay, and then this is the last one. This is the last one, and this is what I was telling you about. The game has changed. I was at Walmart oh. <laughs> in a totally different neighborhood, and I was putting my groceries. What kind of neighborhood was? It's mixed. But it's pretty nice. Okay. It's pretty nice. Yes. Okay. Nice. It ain't, it's not urban. It's kind of suburban. Suburban. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm at Walmart. I'm putting my groceries in the car. And this young African American male, should I have said that? That doesn't matter. Does it matter? I don't know. It matters. It matters now these days. <laughs> um, he walks up to me. He says, ma'am. I don't mean to be a bother. And I hate when people say that because you continue. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I don't mean to be a bother, he says, but I'm trying to go see my daughter. Mm. Bless his heart. Can you buy me a tie? Because I got a flat. <laughs> <laughs> he asked for one whole tire. 
He didn't ask, ma'am, I need some gas money. He didn't say, ma'am, can you buy me some fixer flat? He didn't say, can I have 50 cents so I can put her in my tire? Mm. He asked for one whole tire. Mm. He said, can you buy me a tire? Now, that's faith, people. I said. You have faith like the man in the parking lot. Well, I mean, you have not because you asked not. But what did I say? What did I say? Wrong day. Wrong day. (laughs) I said something like great faith wrong day or something like that. No, you said, <laughs> what did you say? You said something about, uh, you going to be blessed. Oh, I said, no, yeah, no. you're next in line for a blessing, but it ain't coming from me. <laughs> I mean, like I said, it was in the evening. It was a work day and he just got me on the wrong day. Had it been a Saturday when I had nothing to do, I could have very well maybe bought him a tire. I don't know, but people are out here asking for tires, y'all. They, so you you y'all need to be on guard. Yeah, they're not asking. They're not asking for pocket change. They ain't asking for fifty cent no more. They asking for whole tires. Whole tires. Not fix a flat. Not air in the tire. Not even gas money. He had gas, which is surprising because most people be asking for, for gas. gas money, right. And they're like, oh, can I have fifty cent for gas? Let's be honest with you each other. What? Gas this is five dollars. What you man, gonna do with fifty cent? This man had thought about that story. Before he asked you, he thought about it. He was like, no, you know what? Because if I ask for gas money, I'm going to have to ask for a lot of money in order for it to sound right because gas is so expensive. No, but your tire is more than expensive than gas. That's what I'm saying. So if I ask for a tire, it's not as bad as me asking for $20. Well, either way it go. Either way it go. He was strategic, but he didn't get it from somebody. He didn't get it. I, I didn't even see the car. <laughs> I did. I didn't see the car. So now, had this been Leona or James? Oh, Harden, had they been mom and daddy? They would say, "So what are you doing here?" <laughs> this is Mama. I got Mama down pat. Where is your car? <laughs> How did you get out here? When did you discover? The is your daughter in the car with you? Oh, you said you were going to see your daughter. Where about does she Where live? live? <laughs> when was the last time you saw? Her? You don't have no you family there. My mama would have gave, and this is, and to add the cherry on top, she would have told him about Jesus. When was the last time you've been to church? Have, well, you, you know need to pray. Jesus? You should have prayed before you said you was going to see your daughter, and maybe that's why you got a tire flat because you didn't pray. That's mama. And let me give you a track <laughs> for those of you that don't know what a track is. And now nah, she don't hand that tracks. Oh, well, praise God. Yeah, she don't do that. that. But okay. she, at the end of her interrogation, because you're going to get interrogated. <laughs> And at the end of her witness, you gonna know she gonna tell you about Jesus and might actually uh, lead you in the synagogue. <laughs> after all of her church service, you still not gonna have no tire. But she might give you a couple of dollars. Mm, I doubt <laughs> it. She might give you two dollars. Mama said she told me that this lady was. <laughs> she was in walk coming out of Walmart. This lady was asking her for some money. Mama talking about, I am retired. <laughs> I don't have no money to give you. I think I told you. I am on a fixed income. I think I told you about that because oh, I think I was with her. Girl. I was in the car. Whatever the case might be, Leanna ain't coming out the corners. Well, she might. She she will give. Depending I, on your story, it's you're gonna go through an interrogation. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> so if you ever see a little five foot woman, little bow legged woman, some pepper hair with glasses hanging out her nose, <laughs> and you in need, just. Just prepare yourself, cause mm. you gon' you gon' get Jesus. yo. You better get your story together. You better get it together. Ain't no hoes in it. And my daddy, he ain't gonna do none of that. He just gonna be like, nope, can't help you. 
Nope. Have a good day. Are you from here? How'd you get over here? Mm. Where's your family from? Yeah, where's your family? Oh, I know where that is. That's about 20 <laughs> if miles. If you take the S bus <laughs> and then get a transfer. That's daddy. Because daddy. daddy has driven the bus. He, he was a postman. He Mr. has done GPS. everything. He is Mr. GPS. Yes. Where is your daughter? Oh, she live off so-and-so. Okay, so what you need to do is if get you on walk, this bus. <laughs> it'll take you back. Yeah. <laughs> Go catch the 645 and then get a transfer, transfer to the 839. You're going to be on Southwest Parkway. <laughs> then you need to walk down to the other bus stop. Yeah, he going to tell you. So after that, they're going to be like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> let me go get in my car. Yeah, because you was lying. If you even have a car. Okay. That was hilarious. But that, yeah, that's Leona and James, please. So real like quick, that. we're going to go ahead and move to 4th of July. It's Wednesday, people. It's Wednesday. Can you believe it? It is upon us. Another holiday. Where potluck will be taken. Potluck is the center. Look, if black people don't do nothing else, we're going to find a reason to eat. <laughs> we don't care nothing about no Independence Day, no, no none of that. It's a uh, Fourth of July for black people is an excuse to barbecue and pop fireworks well, illegally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, depending on where you are. In the city limits, it's, it's illegal, illegal. But you know, ain't nobody saying nothing. But we got some rules. Y'all know we on Potluck Patrol. This is this next segment we're going into. We need some sirens for some. Okay. <laughs> Potluck Patrol. Uh, we're currently looking for an engineer. <laughs> we don't care what kind of experience you have. As long as you know how to do stuff. Okay. And we're talking about like podcast engineer, if that's a thing. Look, if you know how to make some sound effects, come on when we need you to. Hey, you ain't even got to be an engineer. And we're not we're not gonna pay you. We're just gonna give you some peppermints and some t-shirts that we got from Walmart. <laughs> anyway, okay. And you might just get peppermints starting out because this is an internship. <laughs> <laughs> so we're looking for an intern that can be paid in peppermints. <laughs> so shoot your resume to peppermints and y'all go ahead and be like, y'all crazy. Gmail.com. If you need to get your experience in, we'll write you a reference letter. Amen. Amen. All right, Pilot Patrol. So, I think the last time we talked about using utensils and not your hand. Remember? We did? Yeah, we talked. Well, we covered a few rules. Oh, we did go in. But that was the main one as far as you don't stick your hands. Oh, yeah. It's just like. In the chips, the cheese, or anything else. It's a golden rule. Um. So that oh, was, did we also? Well, we kind of covered it. Do we need to just recap? Oh no, there's more rules. Remember, this is we have like a manual we can write about potluck rules. Oh, that's right. Okay. So, but <clears throat> on this particular, since we got Fourth of July coming up, I want to just touch on the rule of um, you don't do your practice recipes on major holidays. I mean, it's just a potluck rule, and I know. Well, some, but you know what? So, the way I look at it is, you don't do major stuff like on Thanksgiving or Christmas or New Year's. Fourth of July, that's all right, because it it's not really major. You know, I'm going to have to disagree okay. on that. You're not going to put... No, your practice recipes are for the days like Flag Day. It's for the holidays. But we got off of work on Flag Day. <laughs> exactly. So, Which we're you at work. bring it to work? Yes. You bring it to work, and you're like, hey, guys, I saw this recipe on, on Pinterest. Pinterest. And I wanted to try it out. So that way you don't feel bad if you see it in the trash because it's a practice recipe and okay. you did it on just a random holiday like Flag Day or the Mexican uh, Independence Day. Maybe. 
if that's when they celebrate that. It's May 5th. Or maybe the Canadian Thanksgiving. You can practice on that day. Holidays that's on the calendar that you don't know nothing about, and that's when you can do your practice recipe. Fourth of July, mm-mm. no practice recipe. So if you want to try out your your bologna and sour cream casserole, oh, I <laughs> please keep that at home. So we're gonna recap. Last potluck, we you wearing gloves. We we washing our hands, and you not touching nobody else's food. If you dip your hand in the sandwich bag or with the bread, it the roll bag, contaminated. You know, not be using that bag. We won't. We will open up a new roll bag and we will begin to use other rolls, even though you only took one roll out that bag. Matter of fact, we just gonna go in the bag that up and let you have (laughs) that and the chips that you touched. That you touched. Mm So, um, along with that rule, because you got to keep that in mind, please. Oh, I just thought of one. Footnote that with your bare hands. No, no, no for that. But also, no practice recipes on major holidays. I just thought of one. If somebody invites you to a potluck, don't come with your hands empty. And don't make plates before everybody else. Mm. Let, let's, I'm just going to talk about that for just a little bit. I think you've got now, a little uh, something in your spirit. Something on your head. Oh, no. It, I've released it. <laughs> it was heavy on me, though, a couple, couple of seasons ago. Holidays ago. You've been delivered. <clears throat> been delivered. So... <laughs> If you're invited to a... Now, my mama didn't teach me this or nothing like that. It's just kind of a rule I came up with my own. If somebody invites you to their house to eat, bring something. Ice, paper cups, paper towels, uh, potato salad. Bring something. Cookies, bring something. Don't just come. Be like, oh, what y'all cook? And then you packing up plates Mm -hmm. before we finish frying fish. And I said we. But I'm just saying, don't do that. That's rude to me. If you if somebody invites you somewhere to eat and it's you know other people are gonna be bringing food, bring some food. I think that's an etiquette rule. Like that's it a, might be. Like if you are invited to a dinner party or something like that, you bring like you know the. That's other, what I'm saying. A lot of sisters and brothers bring you know dishes, beverages, you know. Or well, something. that's what I'm saying. You should bring or you should even so like I've been in a situation where people say, "Oh no, you don't have to worry about it." And I say, "Well, I'm bringing some anyway." Right. Because I just don't want to be that person that mm-hmm. came and ate up all your food and then I didn't participate. Don't do that, y'all. That's not cool. And, and you know, I'm one of those people, I'd rather have more than less. Mm-hmm. So I always say, well, what do you need more of? Mm-hmm. Or what exactly do you need? Or, oh, well, what about this? Or, what, you know, just don't do not do that. And then... <sighs> don't come empty-handed. Or don't come empty-handed, but also don't come with your own Tupperware bowls packing food away. Don't do that. <laughs> Packing food away before everybody if else. You, if you leaving with more than you came with, how about that? Just don't do that. That's not. That's not. Cause right my husband's family, we we potluck like ain't nobody's business, and we always typically have more food. But I'm in the kitchen always, so everybody's in the kitchen. You know, we nibbling as we go. Mm-hmm. But I remember one year, Lord have mercy. We fried, I mean, we had a fish fry, and I think we do that for Christmas pretty much every year. We did a fish fry, and when I tell you those African-Americans came in that kitchen, and I looked up, and I was like, well, doggone it. I'm glad I ate before. uh, Oh, my gosh. But I don't recall anybody coming in the kitchen saying, hey, y'all, here's some bread. Here's some soda. But I know that, you know, and my cousin was like, should I put the fish out now? I said, uh, ration. See, this is what happened when you work in a church kitchen. I have been working in the church kitchen, kitchen, 
since I was in my twenties and they would ration food. <laughs> they would make sure everybody ate once yeah. and then you would get one piece of whatever. Right. And then when it was some left over, then they would tell everybody they could come back through. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of operate like that. I could be yeah, at a birthday party. Gotta eat. Everybody should yeah. be able to eat. And don't come over here packing no plates until everybody has had a chance right. to eat. Now, if it's some left, then you go ahead and back up. And I'm one of those crazy people where I'm just going to make your plate for you. Oh, you, you need a plate to go? Okay, I'll make it. What do you want on it? <laughs> that is me. Anyway, so. So these are the public rules for July 4th. Remember, remember, we are patrolling everybody's potluck. <laughs> if you see anybody roll up on your potluck that wasn't invited, but they have on a peppermints and yoga pants, yoga pants and peppermints. And a siren t-shirt. on top of their car. Yeah, and it's a <laughs> siren on top of their car that they got from Dollar Tree, so it ain't really official, but Does still it. Have sirens at Dollar Tree? I mean, Dollar Tree has everything. Everything, that's true. So, <laughs> if it's just a blue light, it might not even be a siren, but if you see... We might just have a hazard lights on. <laughs> American young women rolling up to your potluck with peppermints and yoga pants, t-shirts on. It's us. And we got notepads and hazard lights. And gloves. <laughs> and gloves because we shall be um inspecting. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be us. And we will cite you. So don't play. Please don't play. Please don't play. Don't try us. <laughs> we will cite you. Um... We're going to move on to news. So, Joe Jackson passed away, who is Michael Jackson's dad. And, I mean, Google it, y'all. I didn't read a whole lot about it. I just saw it. I was like, oh, he passed I, I away. I he had cancer or something. Oh, he did? Yeah, it was something uh, like that. But he was like 89. I mean, what does that mean? He lived a full life. Oh, this, well, is it full? Jesus well, I knows. guess he Jesus Well, he was knows. a Jehovah's Witness, so Jehovah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we're not gonna question that. Okay. We're just gonna leave it up to the father. <laughs> it was delivered. I don't know. You know, just something you never know. We just gonna leave that well, up to the father. Well, uh, needless to say, he's not here anymore. So. Yeah, he's gone. So rest in peace. I mean, had it not been for him, we wouldn't have A, B, C. You know, Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson Five, Janet, Ruby, mm-mm, Ruby, mm-mm. See, <laughs> this she, is when you she, don't she, try to name folks she, that you don't know. I know, Je- I know Michael, Michael and Janet. That's how she. <laughs> Michael, Janet, Tito, Jermaine, Jermaine, Rudy, or Randy. See? See. All right, we done. Rest in peace, sir. Yeah. All right. So... Okay, so I listen to a lot of podcasts. She ain't loyal, y'all. She wasn't a real fan. Oh, I mean, I know Michael Jackson. I'm sorry. I just... Everybody else... She wasn't a real fan. She didn't know the whole family. You, You didn't either, though. I never... You know... Yeah, I, yeah. Latoya, that's who I was thinking about. It's a whole bunch of them. It's a bunch of them. Anyway, so <laughs> I listen. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and one of my favorite podcasts is Sarah Jakes Roberts, who's just TD Jakes' daughter, and she's hilarious. She is like my cousin in my head. I'm like, I'm listening to the podcast, and I'm like, she crazy. Anyway, so she has this thing that she says and it's called mind your business ministries okay oh and i love it and so i have she don't know it but i'm making an announcement i have created a satellite church in fort worth because it's called mind your business ministries oh and i've created a satellite church here in fort worth and what's the name of that mind your business ministries part two phase two (laughs) um i have become the director and because just minding your business is is just a wonderful thing to do and I said at the first service, we're passing out brooms. 
so that people can sweep around their own front door. Wow. And uh, before they try to sweep around mine and everybody else's. So, um, yeah, Mind Your Business Ministries is... She don't know it yet. She'll find out one day. So you are her co-pastor? Oh, no, no, no. I have just... She just allowed me... She don't know it yet, but I just... I'm a, you know how Potter's House has Potter's House Dallas. They have Potter's House Denver and mm-hmm. L.A. So you got mind your business for work. For work. Oh, uh-huh. Okay, yeah. She okay. the founder. I'm just ministering down here. Branch. In the mind your business ministries. Yeah. <laughs> but I had to give her credit because she came up with it. And I was like, you know what? Mind your business ministries is in full effect. Because... And she's passing out brooms. So that you, brooms and dustpans. So that you may sweep, sweep around. Your own front door. Before you try to sleep on my own mind. Amen. I'm here for it. Mind your business. And you know what? That is in the Bible as well. It is. I'll get that scripture in just one moment. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and Google that. Oh, I'm, well, gonna, that, I'm gonna pull up my handy dandy Bible app. Well, I, I think what you're talking about is uh, the plank in my eye. Uh-uh. It's mind your business, though. If you want to think, if you think about it. Well, it's not that one. It's another one. Okay. But I'm gonna get it, and y'all gonna be like, "What?" Huh. Okay, so while she's doing that. Uh, we're gonna jump into our serious topic. Y'all know we full of shenanigans at the beginning. Is. All day, all D. Okay, I don't know who she is right now. Thing. She's from I'm New ev- York. I'm everybody. Is this Jersey? Girl. I'm everywhere. Why are your fingers doing that? My nails. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's all right. Okay, so for our serious talk topic this week, we're talking about faith, feelings, and fear mm. which one are you operating in mm. i have operated in all three oh, say that again for the people in the back um they didn't hear me Mm-mm. faith feelings and fear but that question which one are you operating in mm. and so the reason why we're talking about this is because i was listening to a message one day and i can't remember who it is it's one of my youtube pastors that i'm faithful to um they were saying that uh you can't be in your feelings and in your faith at the same time mm. and here's why that is so true because when you're caught up in your emotions and in your feelings faith don't have any room mm. because you're thinking about what you are going through or what you went through or what somebody did to you and you know what's trying to take place offense mm. offense is trying to take place And the more you rehearse and the more you create conversations in your head and well, I should have said, or he said, or Mm -hmm. when she said offense is, well, offense as you're rehearsing this offense is like, Oh, okay. Bet. I got them thinking about it. They're all up in their emotions. They can't Mm -hmm. eat. They can't work. They want to go home. And when you go home, guess what? You just thinking about it all day long and offense is basically setting up shop. And you have to think think of offense when it happens because they're in in one of my classes I'm taking. Um, you know, Jesus basically said there is no way that you're not going to ever be offended. Mm-hmm. So it's not the offense. It's in and of itself. It's how you deal, deal with, with the offense. Are you in your faith? Are you in feelings or are you in fear? Mm-hmm. Now we're human. So we've probably been in a little bit of all of those places at one point in time in our life. Some people are in fear in that. Well, I don't want to say anything. Mm-hmm. And if I say something, how are they going to look at me or how are they going to. So that's, that's kind of, that's being in your feelings and being in fear. You know what I'm saying? What are they going to think of me if I say X, Y, and Z? Well, the Bible says that 
If your brother has an art against you, you should go to your brother, leave your gift at the altar, mm-hmm. correct? Go to your brother and make amends. And then it says, if you have an art against your brother, mm-hmm. you need to put your gift down before you give praises unto God, put your gift down and then go to your brother and fix it. Mm-hmm. But I know because I've had offenses and deep down in my heart that I was, it's levels to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not just like, Oh, something happened yesterday. No, there has been a record of things that have happened, which mm-hmm. has caused offense to, in my case, be embedded in my heart. And so for me, I was considering, I consider myself an onion, right? And so, like Shrek. yeah. And so the Holy Spirit was pulling back the, peeling back the onion, mm-hmm. getting down to the core of it. And he basically told me like, you've been living in fear. Mm-hmm. You've been living in this. What if? For so long, although I've had, so you ever play video games like Super Mario Brothers? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, there's level one, level two, level three, you're still fighting a monster, mm-hmm. but it's on a different level. So right. for me, I was still fighting offense, but it was on a different level each time. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that I can sit here and say that I have been totally and completely delivered mm-hmm. from offense and the deliverance I received literally like was mind blowing. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I'm not having negative thoughts today. Mm-hmm. Like it was just, it was, I can't even explain it. Like the piece that passed out understanding. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't, I was like, I don't have no, no, ain't no nothing. Hello. Hello. Mm-hmm. There's nothing going on in my head. Mm-hmm. So in that full deliverance, the Holy Spirit was like, okay, you free. Now go free somebody else. Yeah. So that process began. And then even in that, there were offenses that came up mm-hmm. like people were doing insane things. And it was like, I could have easily just taken offense, mm-hmm. but I had to fight not to mm-hmm. because people are going to do and say things all the time. Right. It's not what they do when they say it's how you handle mm-hmm. what they do when they say. Mm-hmm. And so we're just at what they do and what they say. I don't even think I said that right. Yeah. Anyway, we're just trying to talk to you about faith, feelings and fear. You know, it's easy to, be in your feelings because sometimes we petty and sometimes we grudging god will hold a grudge in the past i've been delivered but i have held grudges before um i remember one time i had a deep grudge because it takes a lot it takes a lot for me to be like i'm grudging anyway i had a deep grudge against somebody and (laughs) they came to my house and they left and i was in the kitchen and i was looking at the window and i was like lord what am i supposed to do and the Holy Spirit spoke to me ever so clearly. He was like, let her off the hook. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but why? Do you know what she did? So my petty came up. I'm like, I'm justified. He's like, let her off the hook. Mm-hmm. So I had to go to this person mm-hmm. who I don't recall doing anything to. Mm-hmm. That is, I couldn't, I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. I had to go to them and say, will you please forgive me? Mm-hmm. And they were like, for what? And I was like, because I done had you on the hook. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, what did I do? And I said, we don't need to go there. Because... Mm-hmm. You know what you did, but I had to release them because I was like, I'm not fooling with you. I'm not, I'm not doing that. And the host was like, no, you can't, you got to let that go. Mm-hmm. And so I had to let it go. And when I tell you, when you free people, you free yourself. You know what I'm saying? When you let people go, you free yourself. And so God wants us to be full of him. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't want us to be full of offenses. That doesn't mean you're not going to get offended, but how fast can you bounce back? Right. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's a struggle. And for me, it kind of depends on 
who's shooting the dart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whether or not I'm holding on to it, but through prayer and through scripture and then touching and agreeing and praying, boop, I'm good. And I'm not saying that another offense won't, <laughs> I'm not saying that people won't do things, Yeah. but it's all in how you deal with it. So what I like to say, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm with you. I've experienced so many things where I've had to overcome I mean the the offense, the fear. I mean, I've I've got my own situations with people that I had to be delivered from, so I totally get it. I like how this, like the way that this whole topic is structured, faith, feelings, and fear, because on one spectrum it's faith, and on the other spectrum it's fear. Come on now, come on. Oh my God! Listen, Jesus is working on me. So one spectrum is faith, one spectrum is fear, and they are the opposites. They are the polar opposites of each other. You can't have fear and faith. It's just no way. But the medium is your feelings. (laughs) It's your feelings, and your feelings is what the devil always uses Mm -hmm. to get you. He gets us with our feelings. Y'all know the devil don't have no new tactics. I mean, he don't have. That's because the old ones work so well. They work so well, and the he comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and that ain't never changed. And that ain't and but the way that he does it is always to divide and conquer. If he can get you to be in your feelings towards somebody else to to put a wall up, mm-hmm. at that point he That's got you. Yeah. That he got you. If there is something that somebody did to you, if you don't address it on the onset, as soon as you get offended, whether it hurts your feelings, whether it rubbed you the wrong way, if you thinking about what somebody did, what somebody said, how they looked at you, if you can't get out of that in a certain amount of time, like the Bible says, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Mm -hmm. If you can't quickly shake it off, you need to go on and address it because if not, the devil will continue to rehearse that event in your mind and and you will get in a pit and you will not be operating in faith because the way God operates in faith is always progressive. You're always moving. You're always growing. You're always seeing growth. God is a fruitful God. He's life. So if you're in a situation with somebody and there's no life coming out of it, I'm sorry, you're not in faith at that point. If all you can think about is negativity or what somebody did or how upset you are or how angry you are, that's not profitable for the glory of God. So at that point, you're not in faith. You are in fear. And people need to understand that fear is not just being afraid. Fear has different offshoots. There are associated feelings of fear like doubt, unbelief, withdrawal. All of those are the little cousins mm-hmm. to fear because you're not operating in faith. Then you got to think about it too. Anxiety. So with my issue, I was living in fear and I was very insecure. And so what would happen to me would almost be like an anxiety attack mm-hmm. and I would feel debilitated. Mm-hmm. I couldn't move. It's, I would be paralyzing. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't move. I couldn't touch my phone. Mm-hmm. My hands would be all messed up. And I knew whenever that feeling came, I knew what it was. Mm-hmm. I know like, okay, this is the enemy. I knew what it was. Mm-hmm. So I am just here to let y'all know it's levels to this Yeah. with each level if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, know that the Holy Spirit is there mm-hmm. to help you get past and move on. Mm-hmm. And you have to identify for what it is. Mm-hmm. Your fight is not with your sister, mm-hmm. your husband, your cousin, your coworker. Mm-hmm. That's not who your fight is against. If you believe in Jesus Christ, you have one enemy. One. And that is the enemy. Right. <laughs> Satan himself. You only have one enemy. There may be people that 
maybe not mean you any good or whatever the case might be. But even at the end of the day, they're still not your enemy. And the Bible tells us to pray for those mm-hmm. that, you know, or do bad. Uh, mm-hmm. Pray for those. Yeah. That... Despitefully use you. I couldn't yeah. think of it. You know, and, and, and talk bad pray and do all things. Enemies. Bless those that curse you. Right. Bless and do not curse. Right. And what you have to remember is that you are trying not to be how you feel. Mm-hmm. You got to think about it because you have to control your feelings and not let them control, control you. you. Yeah. Don't be how you feel. Like mm-hmm. I am not my feelings. You right. know what I'm saying? Like I'm good. So I'm constantly thinking about what I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. Like where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you know, the enemy will tell you a lie in your own voice. Yeah. He will tell you a lie in your own voice. And the thing is, it's not, what we're talking about is not a one and done. No, it's levels it's, to this. But it's it's like sometimes it's day by day, sometimes it's hour by hour, yeah, sometimes it's minute, minute by, by minute. minute. Yeah. You have to constantly be aware of what you're filtering into your mind, yep. what you're allowing to occupy your thoughts. That's right. If it ain't positive, if it ain't about Jesus, if it ain't about faith, if it's not about what what Paul say, whatsoever things that are lovely, mm-hmm, uh, pure, pleasant, mm-hmm. pure. If Think it ain't, on these things. If yeah. it ain't like that, you Let really need to check it. You right. got to check it. You have to be able to identify it so you can check it. Because if you don't check it, the devil is going to use it as, ain't this crazy? He uses your own thoughts. To, to kill you. To, to kill you. To attack you. Yeah. Because, so you have to think about it. I used to have I used to be deeply depressed and I had thoughts of suicide. Well, of course, he was using my own thoughts to assassinate me. Right. He was using my own thoughts. Well, you might as well kill yourself. Well, right. nobody loves you. Well, why do you want to be a Christian? Well, if you go on and kill yourself, you don't have to worry about fasting no more. You don't have to worry about these kids. My own thoughts. Right. And that is what happens. So when you hear about people committing suicide and all that kind of stuff, that stuff is real. Right. Like people are hearing voices for real and they not voices of heaven you know what i'm saying and when you don't have any backing so if you're not you know you no say you don't have any covering yeah. you know it's just it's kind of it's just kind of sad you know so we just want to encourage y'all um when she was saying you need to check your feelings you need to cast down every imagination and high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of god and bring it subject to christ and you have to remember that the weapons of your warfare are not carnal but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So if you believe in Jesus Christ and you have the Holy Spirit, God has given us all power over the enemy. Mm-hmm. All power. So he has power, but he doesn't have authority. He has to get his permission mm. from God. So when you think about it, if oh, we, good. yeah, he doesn't have any power. He had any, he has power, but no authority. We have all power and, and authority. authority. And when you have the Holy Spirit, you get dunamis power. That's mm. dynamite. Mm. So we have, we have to allow the Holy Spirit to activate and, and work through us and in us to combat him. Mm-hmm. We don't fight for victory. We fight from victory because we already have the victory. We have to remember that we're more than conquerors. You can call yourself champ if you want to, mm-hmm. cause you already defeated him. He's already a defeated foe. Mm-hmm. So his tactic is to try to drag you down as much as he possibly can. But what we have to remember is what we're going through and what we're living. Our life is for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So Jesus died for us and we die daily for other people because there are people that God wants us to reach out to, pray with testify to so they can be delivered too so that's what we're doing but you know what i noticed like in social media especially i don't know if this is just like the thing of this generation but i see a lot of stuff on social media where um people will 
put stuff um, pertaining to like cutting people off or you know like oh they hating on me so mm-hmm. I'm gonna wash my hands of them mm-hmm. or you know just a lot of um, images and messages yes yeah. about isolation about cutting people off mm-hmm. about you know basically just disconnecting from relationships mm-hmm. and I think that that's such a problem in today's world because you people already don't know how to be in effective or positive right. relationships with right. people and the solution is not to cut it off because at some point in your life you're gonna need somebody but that's the thing though so you so for me because i used to be like that mm-hmm. oh i'm done bye boo i ain't got to deal with you that because it, that's easy mm-hmm. what's hard is staying in a relationship mm-hmm. it's easy to be like Oh, you made me mad. I'm done. But what's hard is staying in a relationship, hearing the heavy, the Mm -hmm. the conversations I don't want to have, feelings getting hurt. Mm -hmm. Like Pastor Joe said this morning, relationships are messy. Mm -hmm. I might have said something I shouldn't have said. You know what I'm saying? Now, well, you said something, but that's the whole thing. But see, the thing is about that is that's the victory. It don't feel like Oh, yeah, no, it does. Right. like victory, but I think that's like people don't understand people think that the victory is oh i told this person off i told her how no. i feel i cut her off i ain't that's when not you victory. think you won you really lost right when yeah, you, you think really, you won you yeah. lost when you put up that wall you lost and your enemy is saying yes mm-hmm. ding 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 because the, one in the pocket the thing is if if the devil can get you by yourself that's it that's i mean it's at that point you just gonna implode right because you ain't gonna have no outlets you're gonna be in a walled prison by yourself With your thoughts. in your head and because yep. you done cut everybody off you done disconnected everybody and so guess what when you need somebody to pray for oh you done cut that girl off that used to uh, pray for you or you done cut him off he used to go to church with you i mean but even in that the thing that i love about god is that he will always provide a ram and he does always provide even in that even but let's in not that. make god's heart his job any more harder well i don't think it's hard though because he's he's loving in that mm-hmm. he sees Oh, well, she done cut everybody off. Mm, but I'm going to still have that one person still praying for her. Because yeah. she going to need. So, he already knows. Yeah. Nothing surprises him. Um, I have I posted on one of... Uh, I'm in a group chat. And I posted that um, week before last, it was like me and God had coffee. And it was just the best. It, I came into the realization because I was on my way to work early. And I was praying and talking to God. And... Yeah, it was just like he came down and sat at the table. And I didn't realize it until I was leaving work. I was like, I had daddy-daughter time today. And it was just so amazing. Hmm. Oh, yeah. So it was so, it was just so. I love those moments. It was just. I can't, but I can't honestly say that I remember ever having, having one that that, or, mm-hmm. or having it and having the realization mm-hmm. that I had it. And I was telling my, one of my sister friends, I was like, you know how the Bible says, oh, taste and see. I said, today, I really feel like I tasted. Ooh. I said, today, I really feel like I tasted and, and I see. That's an organ when you need it. Well, I ain't tuning up though. They need to play that soft <laughs> oh, music. <laughs> oh, you didn't do it. She's trying to go to church, y'all. I ain't even tuned up. But it was just, it, I just literally, like, I tasted and see. And I experienced that. And I experienced the joy of the Lord being my strength. Mm-hmm. Like, I have said that scripture before. But mm-hmm. to come into the realization yes. of, oh, the joy of the Lord is my strength. That, like, when I used to hear old people say, oh, taste and see. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally yeah. feel like I he just, we had a daddy-daughter moment. And it was just everything. He let me, I was venting as I was talking to him. 
and he let me vent. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the Holy Spirit wasn't like be quiet, you mm-hmm. know, because sometimes he shut me up. He wasn't. He was just listening, mm-hmm. and he was like, you know what, it's gonna be all right, mm-hmm. just like a daddy does when his daughter is talking. And I was just like, you know what? That's why I love you. Yeah. Like, can we hug? But I'd probably explode. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it was just... And then I've been sitting there. I said, well, you know what? Jesus lives inside of me. So if I hug him and the Holy Spirit, I'm hugging you. Mm-hmm. So I hugged myself. <laughs> and I just went on. But I just... I was like, wow, his word has become revelation to me. Yeah. And it's just... I've had, I've had experience like that, like, recently. And it was just like that. It was like... Wow, I don't think I've ever experienced mm-hmm. Jesus like this before. Mm-hmm. And it was so amazing. It was so great. But um, I think this is really I think good. we helped somebody. I, I, we, now we can play the shout music thing. <laughs> oh, where are tamarines at? We're going to have to bring tamarines. We're going to have to do tamarines. But we need the engineer because he got to be on it. We okay, well, y'all pray so for y'all us. So y'all seen y'all engineer <laughs> intern because you only getting paid in need to call my cousin. I know he know how to do all that kind of stuff. Okay, just let him know peppermints is his pay. Yeah, he probably be all right with that. <laughs> like, we up and coming. Just bless us. Just bless us. All right, Lord, y'all. What I say unto one. <laughs> but let me just add this really, really fast. Um, if you're struggling in this area, what is God saying to you? That's what they say, church. <laughs> Girl, that's what Pastor just said. Um, what is God saying to you? If you're struggling in this area, like, if just in general, like, if you feel that um, it's difficult for you to have... I guess, uh, effective or like fruitful relationship. Send us an email. Send us an email, but also pray. Cause that's what I was going to suggest. Oh, <laughs> we were going to pray for you. Child. But if you would like us to pray for you or stand in agreement with something, you can send us an email. Cause I don't mind praying for people. Mm-hmm. I really don't. So if you want us to pray for you in a specific area, send us that email to the, uh, peppermints and yoga pants at gmail.com. But also, um, I was just going to say on a serious note, generally, if you are struggling in this area of just finding yourself having a rough time, having a fruitful relationship with people, it doesn't matter who it is. It could be your family, friends, husband, coworker, wife, whoever it is. Um, definitely the starting place is going to always be on your knees because no matter what we got to go through, Jesus, he can get us through it and he can give you what you need to at least get started so you can start taking steps. That and also to add to that, find a place of praise. I'm pretty sure if you're believing in Jesus Christ and you've been at church at any moment point in your life, you know, YouTube is full of praise and worship songs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to go, well, no. All the time, you have to go in the opposite direction of your feelings. That doesn't mean you don't need to address the situation. Address the situation. Pray about the person. Pray about how you feel. Let God know all about it because he cares about how you feel. Mm -hmm. And saturate yourself with praise. Just be It's a weapon. Just begin to praise God and thank him for everything that he's done. Your new leash on life. Your new outlook. All of that. Because I'm telling you, God is an optometrist. I got LASIK when I got delivered. I don't even need glasses no more. Come on, blinded eyes. I got LASIK. And we out, y'all. We love you. We'll talk to y'all next week. Peace.